Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, your home for inspiring conversations with outdoor insiders. Each week, author, speaker, adventurer, and outdoor industry veteran Rick Sayers talks in-depth with iconic brand founders, sales and marketing pros, product designers, and industry rising stars. Listen in when Rick's guests offer actionable advice to land your ideal industry gig and grow your outdoor career. Catch us again when the conversation shifts to the hottest outdoor products, destinations, and the latest industry insights. And now, here's Rick. Welcome to episode 281 of the Outdoor Biz Podcast with Camp Chef Marketing Manager Brooks Hansen, brought to you this month by Koala Tree. Brooks tells us how he got started with Camp Chef, some of the great technology they're bringing to grilling and smoking meat, and a couple of mouth-watering recipes you got to try. Welcome to the show, Brooks. Hey, thanks, Rick. Super excited to be uh, part of the show today. Yeah, so. great to catch up with you. I don't think we've we'll ever run into you at any of the trade shows. Yeah, I don't know if I should blame that on you or me. Maybe because yeah. I'm usually <laughs> hiding out behind the curtains or I don't know. I'm sure we've bumped into each other. Yeah, I'm you're sure probably right. Have. Like we were talking earlier, it's so busy. Sometimes we have bumped into each other, but not, not formally got introduced, so... I'm sure, uh, yeah. Because I go, I always make it a point to stop by and say hi to Kent. I've loved you guys' stuff for since day one, so I always try to do that. So I'll probably run into you somewhere along the way. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Awesome. It's a uh, it's good stuff. Yep. Very good stuff. Yep. Bomber stuff, actually. Yeah. So how were you introduced to the outdoors? You know, I was introduced to the outdoors at a super young age. Ever since, probably since I started to walk. Wow. Um, I grew up on a farm. We. Everything we did was outside, other than watch the nightly news. For some odd reason, that's what farmers do. That's the only time you're indoors. So. But, uh, yeah, so I uh, we grew up uh, fishing and hunting and just camping. That was our summer vacations where, mm-hmm. hey, where are we going camping this weekend? Or let's get all the chores done so we can go up the canyon and have a picnic and go oh, fishing. Cool. We live right at the base of some pretty awesome mountains and part of the Wasatch Mountain Range in Utah. And so... We had rivers to fish and lakes to boat on and yeah. trails to ride horses on and bikes and Super whatever fun. it was, we were outside. You guys did it all. Yeah. Did you do a backpacking stuff too in the backcountry? My dad wasn't a big backpacker unless mm-hmm. he could take his horse. But yep. as kids, I was involved in scouts. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember doing a 50-miler where we did 50 miles all backpacking. Me and my buddies, we would we did quite a few backpacking trips. And, and as an adult, my wife and I have done quite a few. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so Kent calls you the PR magician there at Camp Chef. How did you become a PR magician? That's a good question. I think <laughs> the word magician they use very lucrative. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so they throw that around a lot. Came up, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they came up with that term, but uh, that is my job title here at Camp Chef is the public relations manager. I just I enjoy being around people, and more importantly, I enjoy our products, mm. and I believe in our products. So. If there's ever a time where I can get in front of people and let them know how cool it is, I try my hardest to take advantage of it. Well, that's probably how you got it. You're good at it. Yep. That's what it takes. You guys do make great stuff. It's easy to talk about, I'll bet. It, especially when it involves food. People always want to talk about food. <laughs> especially camping on, food, right? Yeah. If you get on social media, it's like pictures of the family and their food, and that's about <laughs> it. You know? That's right. That's right. Yep. And how did you get connected to the Camp Chef guys? They were founded a little more than, oh, we were founded 30 plus years ago in the same general area that I grew up in. So I've always mm. known of Camp Chef. I remember when my dad bought the first 
Camp Chef stove that back then was called a cash cooker. It was over 30 years ago. We still have that stove and it still burns today. Wow, cool. Awesome. In fact, we've used it here at Camp Chef to kind of, I don't know, look and do some side-by-side comparison of the one 30 years ago compared to the one today. 1990 model compared to the 2020 model. Right, right. Still burning. So yeah, so I was very familiar with Camp Chef and uh, I was looking for another career opportunity just from where I was before I needed to find another opportunity and mm-hmm. there was a job opening and I somehow magically fooled them into hiring me. So, Good job. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And you guys have some great recipes and the advice on your website is awesome. The we- the videos and stuff on your YouTube channel, everyone there must be like a master chef, right? I wouldn't say master chef, but I would say everybody around here likes to or start or by working here has become to to cook it seems that's what we do we're around it every day and so when we go home we try new things and we kind of figure out the ins and outs on how to use our product to make it easy and uh yeah so i I wouldn't say master chefs but there's some pretty dang good yeah but and some of that smoked meat takes takes some talent some skill there's yeah yeah in fact there's always something there's always something downstairs in the the engineering department where the, those, uh, those R&D guys, they're always <laughs> testing new stuff. There's always something smoking or cooking or something. And I think I'd, I'd weigh 500 pounds if I worked there in product, product, product management or something. It's you just it's part of the job. You got to do it. Yeah, I feel like I weigh five hundred pounds. I haven't <laughs> on the scale. Maybe I hit it. I don't know. <laughs> and so it's been a while since you launched the smoke control uh, feature. I think, but tell us how that works. How's that? I haven't used that. My oh. <clears throat> my smoker's a little older than that. So in our Gen 2 controllers and our Woodwind Wi-Fi controllers, they have a setting called smoke control. So it's a true PID controller. And the, what it is, you can set your smoke setting hmm. from 1 to 10. Hmm. So you set your temp. So you pull out your pellet grill. You turn on your pellet grill. You set your temperature. So let's hmm. say I'm going to set my temperature at 250 degrees. Then I'm going to go to my smoke number. And I'm going to set my smoke number from 1 to to 10, one being less smoke, mm-hmm. 10 being the most smoke. And basically what that's going to do is it's, it's got, it's a computer mm-hmm. and it's got a relay that's going to let that fan, that hot rod and that oh. auger work its magic to create more smoke. Huh. So it's something that we've come up with that we're pretty proud of. That's pretty cool because some people don't like a real heavy smoke flavor. Right. And and on a pellet grill, you're not going to get that heavy smoke flavor like you would on an old stick burner that you're going to babysit all day. Mm-hmm. But we found a way to increase the smoke flavor on a pellet grill, which we feel like is a pretty big feather in our hat. You know, it's a it's a pretty cool feature. So yeah, it sounds like you know if you can control that smoke. And we've done several side by side tests, and you're getting a good smoke ring. You're, getting a, a better bark by turning that smoke number up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really what that is. It's on the two versions of our controller, and it's it's a pretty cool feature. It sounds like a really cool feature. Yeah, that's always the challenge sometimes when you're, when you're yeah. using the old stick burners, yeah. Do you have a favorite um, wood you smoke with? Do you like one over the other, hickory or <clears throat> Man, mesquite? you know, I mesquite's pretty strong for me. Mm-hmm. I do agree it's a little mild. I'm a fruit wood person okay. if I'm going to pick. I like the cherry, the apple, and then we've got a competition blend that's probably our most popular that I really like. Oh, well. interesting. I'll have to get and some it's got, of that. It's, Yeah, the competition blend is the maple base. It's got some hickory and some cherry in it. Mm-hmm. And so, sc- yeah. is there any new products you can talk about without giving away any state secrets? Any of them have been oh, a big man. hit? 
You guys and always you know have what? new cool stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. 2022 is going to be pretty exciting. Oh, all right. Um, we've got some, we've got some really cool things that we're working on. Um, we've got some, you talk about smoke control and getting a big, heavy bark. We've got a pellet grill that's going to be pretty dang cool. That's got some features that I haven't seen out there. Oh, wow. Interesting. That, uh, Good for you. We're, hope, we're hoping to, to make work. And then coming out in May this year, it'll be May of uh, 2021. Most that'll be out by the time, but as you guys hear this, that'll be out. We have another product that we're going to be pushing this summer, which is pretty cool, is we have a a new line of heritage cast iron. So we've always made cast iron, Dutch ovens, skillets, pots, all kinds of cast iron things when Uh you're home. Mm -hmm. But we've got a new line called our heritage, which is a machine cast iron. So it's a smooth finish. It's true seasoned. It's got a, a little higher end look and feel. But the the price is going to be a lot more friendly than some of those higher end look and feel mm-hmm. uh, pieces of cast iron. So excited about that piece. That's cool. And then uh, a couple other smaller items. And twenty twenty two is going to probably be pretty big with some new game changing products. Oh, exciting! We've got, in, we've got in the mix. So Good. stay tuned. That R that R and D team they got some contraptions down there that I'm really liking what I'm seeing. I can't wait to. <laughs> Get it into the consumer's hands. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing that stuff in the show. And that those new products you mentioned in May, those will be out as you guys are listening to this. That is out because this is uh, dropping in June here. So that sounds pretty cool. You can run to the yeah. stores and grab it. We're going to take a little break and give some love to our sponsor, Koala Tree. Koala Tree designs eco-minded gear and apparel for the adventure and everyone. From athletes and photographers to your average city folks and weekend warriors. Somebody in the tallest peaks or lounging around town with friends, their products are practical, stylish, and functional. Visit theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash koala tree and grab something stylish for your next peak bag adventure or late night pizza run. Visit theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash koala tree. Koala tree is C-O-A-L-A-T-R-E-E. And now back to the show. So give us your top three tips that every outdoor chef needs to know to improve their grilling smoking technique. Are there three things that, simple things that everybody can do to make things better? Man, that's a tough one because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing something my, different, right? There's a lot of different things, yeah. There's Yeah, there's a lot of different things. I, I would say one of my number one tips is don't overcomplicate it. It's easy as, it's as easy as you want it to be, especially as a pellet grill. When you're talking smoking tips and, and grilling techniques. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to overcomplicate it and overthink it. It's as simple as that. Uh, Set and forget it. Follow some of the recipes. There's some really simple ones. Mm-hmm. You don't need to over-season, but season liberally, if that makes any sense. That's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm doing like a reverse-seared steak or something, I'm doing salt and pepper, I'm gonna that meat's going to soak up and draw a lot of that salt. So I'm going to season it pretty liberally. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to add like 15 others. Sometimes people get all caught up on it. We'll add a little bit. We'll oh, I see. Some, right. Sometimes it, it ends up being more work than it's worth. And then time and temperature is probably two of my major tips is when you're smoking. Know your time and know your temperature. Um, things get done. I've had briskets get done in 20 hours and I've had briskets get done in 10 hours. Huh. Mm-hmm. So you just got to you know know where you're at in your cook and know what the temperature's doing and just keep a close eye on it. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. And the That's cool good. thing is, the cool thing is, you can do that from your couch right. or <laughs> wherever with a Wi-Fi controller. That's amazing. Yeah, I never thought that was going to enter that kind of type of technology would enter cooking, grilling, and smoking. But man, you guys have done a great job seamlessly putting that in there. That's great. Yeah. And do you have a couple favorite things you like to grill or smoke? 
Man, I the basics I really like when you talk about brisket and ribs, chicken. Um, <clears throat> but if I'm like probably my favorite uh, um, thing to grill and smoke is like a reverse seared steak. Hmm, I don't know what um, that is. I, so if you take maybe it's a ribeye, maybe it's a, a New York strip, and you throw it on the smoker, you bring it to at a low, slow heat, so it's gradually bringing up the entire temperature of that piece of protein or that meat mm-hmm. to the same temp. Let's say if it's going to be a, a ribeye, I'd probably bring it up to about 100 degrees internal temp. Mm-hmm. And then we, we're we one of the only, we are the only brand that has our sidekick unit that's on the side of our pellet grill that actually runs on propane, but it's got a grill box or a flat top on it, whatever one you choose to put on, that is got a separate burner that's now heated to about 900 degrees. And you take that steak, take it from the smoker right to the flat top, and now you put that sear on it. Oh. You can sear it in a little bit of butter, rosemary, garlic, whatever you want to put in there to, to sear it. Mm-hmm. And now you finish that off to about 120 degrees to get that perfect medium rare. So whether it's the back strap off of a wild game, mm-hmm. which is just absolutely incredible if you have that whole loin and you do that loin that way, it, it's just, I don't know how you beat it. Yeah, right. Or whether it's a maybe it's a two inch thick cut ribeye or a fillet mignon or a bison fillet, all those things reverse <laughs> seared is just <clears throat> I don't know how to describe it. It's, it I'm sounds my best. great. It's, yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing for lunch today? Me? Yeah. Well, I wish I'd do one of those. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, that's what I'm thinking about. Man, I'm not, how am I going to get one of those today here in Bishop? <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. And do you guys, back to the something in the office every day, do you ever have to take lunch or are you just, just there's something always there? To... We take lunch every day. There's, there's times yeah. where you just got stuff to do, but, <clears throat> and people aren't cooking every day, but oh, there's okay, there's yeah. usually something going. But keep in mind, you know, there's a 75 to 100 employees here. Oh, that's true. On the yeah. Season. Right. Yeah. And so we take our turns. I'd feel selfish if I was just down there hovering around whoever's cooking. Back to the five 500 pound comment, I got to stay away from there. So yeah, yeah, we take our turns and take our times. And usually about twice a month, there's a department that will cook for the whole team. Oh, cool. So, yeah. You guys must have some great holiday parties and celebrations. That must be fantastic. Yeah, there's uh, there's some there's some good meals. What are some of the things that that people grill and smoke that aren't protein based, that aren't meat, vegetables, and things like that? Do you have a couple of things that you like to? Oh man, everything. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the joy of a pellet grill. Is it's it's an oven. Right. It's convection heat. So as long as you turn that up to a high heat, you can roast and and bake man asparagus is awesome mm-hmm. i like uh small baby red potatoes or mm-hmm. colored like little baby reds if you quarter them and throw a little olive oil and our camp chef citrus herb seasoning which has got some some lemon and some lime some citrus mm-hmm. in there and some salt throw that on those and just you know toss them around and roast them at about 400 450 for about a half hour those are pretty tasty yeah, that um, sounds great squash squash is pretty much any vegetable you throw on there mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna probably like mm-hmm. and do people do fruit too like roast apples and <clears throat> things like that we've done some desserts where mm-hmm. we've done we've done smoked like a or baked peaches with a little mm-hmm. bit of ice cream in, in where the pit was mm-hmm. i've done apples yeah we've done yeah pies are a pretty popular thing hmm, and cookies and pellets because it it doubles as an oven, really. Like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. Convec- it's convection heat, so yeah. so people will do that. That sounds great. Man, I'll have to so, come up for a visit. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, You're welcome anytime. Yep. Maybe one of these one of these times before or after the show, I'll bump up there and hang out for a day or two. Yeah. That'd be fun. How has COVID impacted your business? It, I would say it's been pretty good. Yeah. When COVID, when we first were quarantined and people started staying home. Oh, yeah. And we're super unfortunate for what happened with some of the restaurants because those are some of our core customers too. I'm praying for them and starting to make a, a rebound here. Mm-hmm. But people were cooking from home. Mm. And all of a sudden, they're like, I'm home all the time. I have time to cook. I'm mm. not commuting to and from work. Right. I'm here. I got, I've got this time on my hands. Let's start cooking. So all of a sudden, they started looking for options to cook. And we were very fortunate that Camp Chefs was one of their picks. That's so great. I would say COVID was pretty good to us in, in some ways. And yeah. pretty challenging in others. Yeah, I probably missed the trade shows. How many trade shows a year do you guys go to all the OR and uh, Hook and Bullet shows? You guys go to all of them, don't you? Yeah, we went to, yeah, there's uh, Hardware and uh, yeah. Home and Patio Show right. and uh, the Outdoor Retailer and yeah. Shot Show. And there's, yeah, there's, I don't know. And then on top of that, there's several different buying group shows. And right, right. Smaller consumer based shows. And you add them all up, there's some sure. 20, 30 a year, 15 or whatever it is. Yeah. So as an outdoor kid growing up doing all things outdoors, what's your favorite thing to do these days? Man, I would say it's going to go right along the line of fishing, Mm -hmm. probably. Mm -hmm. Fishing, or I I do like to hunt, but but, uh, yeah, I would say I like to fish. I really enjoy getting up to Alaska whenever I get a chance Mm -hmm. and go chase some salmon, just it's an excuse to my <laughs> to my family that uh, that's so. I fun, go to Alaska. Though. I bring back salmon that you guys like to eat. Oh, god! I, yeah, and I've got I got teenage son, and we like to. He loves to fish, so yeah, we've, cool. we've spent some time together. So that's great. Yeah, I've been to Alaska chasing salmon a couple of times. It's so much fun. You come back with a nice chest full of salmon, and woof, it's fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any uh, suggestions or advice for folks wanting to get into the outdoor biz? You know what? That's an interesting question. As far as advice to getting into the business? Yeah, getting um, into the industry, getting into the, the wholesale side, or even the re- retail side is probably a little easier, but a lot of people think that the wholesale side is a little mysterious, but it's for those yeah. of us that have been in it for 30 years, well, you just get in it. It's not that hard. But Yeah, it's, it's not as easy as just jumping in a swimming pool. My advice would be do all the research you can. So before you take that, you can swim. It's kind of like I said, the analogy of the swimming pool. I wouldn't jump in the pool if I didn't know I could sw- if I couldn't swim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think dot all your T's and all your I's and cross all your T's and mm-hmm. make sure that you're good to go before you jump in. If you've got a product that you feel you're confident with or yeah, somewhere along those lines, I would say just make sure. You're good to go. Yeah, make sure you have your outdoor story under wraps. And yeah, do you have a favorite piece of outdoor gear that's under a hundred dollars? Man, do you know what? One of my favorite is it my favorite Camp Chef piece. It's going to be right at a hundred dollars. Is we've got a a new carving set. Oh, okay. It's, it's it's a great knife set. Could be used outdoors or indoors. That's a pretty cool piece. And then, other than Camp Chef gear, something under a hundred dollars is a favorite of mine everything gets so expensive no, now. i know but, it's tough uh, but, <laughs> that's why uh, i ask it there's a brand it's actually a utah brand it's a climate they make sleeping sleeping pads and, and oh yeah, sleeping yeah, bags, yeah. Mm-hmm. tents they make a pillow this this camp pillow that's it's pretty impressive okay 
and I think it's right at that hundred dollar range. It might be a little less. It's it's not their air pillow. It's their I can't think of the name of it, but it's pretty. It it sure does make sleeping outside and backpacking easy with a comfortable pillow. It's yeah, awful. it's always and it's always challenging to find a good one. Right? I mean, those are always yeah. uh, something that's difficult. Yeah, cool. I'll check that out. I'll look for that. Yeah. As we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say or ask of our listeners? No, I'm just super thankful that you were able to have me on today. Enjoy talking and yeah, it's good time. So I always like talking anytime. to these outdoor folks. It's fun. We have such a great job. It's, I love sharing the stories. Yeah. I've always, somebody once told me, they said, find something that you absolutely love to do and then find somebody to pay you for it. <laughs> and you'll never work a day and in your life. I think people that work in the outdoor industry, that's what it is. It's, yeah. You, you find something you really like and then fortunate for you at the job. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's super great, too, that we get around all these trade shows and those of us that have been in the biz for a long time. You just make some lifelong friends. Maybe you don't see them often, but you go to that trade show and it's like a high school reunion. It's so much fun. Are you there? Yep. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Here. Yep. I thought I heard a click there. And where can people find you if they'd like to follow up? Are you on e- email or just hit yeah, your contact? Yeah you, can, <clears throat> yeah, you can hit me at brooksh at campchef.com. Make sure you follow all of our social media channels. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a really super active social media channel with, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Camp Chef for mm-hmm. each of those. There's always new recipes and subscribe to our emails. Yeah. Subscribe to our emails. There's always some great information coming from our e-blast. So we got a killer team that's constantly putting out recipes and, and clever stuff for that. And hit that YouTube channel too, man. You guys do some pretty cool things on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we've got a great video department. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Brooks. It's been great. I'll look forward to seeing you at the next trade show. Yep, no problem. We'll see you. All right, see you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Outdoor Biz Podcast. Be sure to visit our website, theoutdoorbizpodcast.com, where you'll find show notes with links to everything we talked about and more. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or spread the word and tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out, too. Be sure to tune in every week. And thanks again for listening to the Outdoor Biz Podcast with Rick Sayez. Rick Sayez.